Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It is John Chuck Show live in the Kia Studios. Vince Cellini hanging out with me. Man, you hear the music. I mean, listen. One of my favorite guys that we get a chance to talk to here. I think the last time we talked to him was right as he was getting ready to go into the WWE Hall of Fame. Let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Atlanta's Ford dealer. The man, the myth, the legend, Eric Bischoff is joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at eBischoff. And Eric has a new book that is out. Grateful is out currently. It's the follow-up to his first book, Controversy Creates Cash. You can head to Amazon.com. Backslash grateful, check it out. You can order the book there. And Eric joins us on the waitfor.com hotline. Eric, as always, man, we appreciate it. Thanks so much for a few minutes uh, in Atlanta. As uh, this has got to be pretty cool, man. The the follow up book in in part two of the Eric Bischoff story. Yeah, but first of all, thank you very much for for having me on. And it, it is kind of cool. By the way, I was just down in Atlanta. I was down in Dublin, Georgia, for the weekend. Uh, had a great time down there at a small little wrestling event, but it was a blast. Great people. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. I never thought there'd be another book, but here we are. How You know, I know Guy Evans obviously was, was a big part of this, and I've actually had Guy on the show to talk about the Nitro book that he did, and that was off of your recommendation. Great book. When Guy approaches you about doing this book, did you feel like that you had finished up what you wanted to say in the controversy creates cash, or did you feel like that there was still a lot of story that you needed to get out and give your side of? No, I, I didn't feel compelled to finish my story, so to speak. And to be really honest, I, I didn't really think I had another book in me, but guy Evans, you know, he listens to my podcast and I think guy was, um, guy noticed that I talked a lot about, you know, what I've learned in life in general and how I've become much more grateful for the opportunities that I, that I had, especially over the last five or six, seven years is when the light, light bulb really went off in my head. And I think when Guy heard me talk a lot about being grateful on my podcast, despite, you know, sometimes not so fortunate circumstances, it, you know, Guy called me and said, look, I, I really like what you have to say. And I think we could cover your time in wrestling beginning in about 2006, where controversy creates cash left off, cover your time in wrestling up until the current day, but really kind of get into the lessons in life that you learned along the way. And when guys said it like that, it made me realize that there was probably something worthwhile there. 
and Eric's podcast, of course, 83 Weeks. It comes out every Monday morning. You can check it out on all of your favorite podcast platforms as Eric joins us on the waitfor.com hotline. Hey, Eric, good to talk to you. Um, you know, you've been at it a long time. What what has been really the most difficult thing to maybe navigate through regarding the business and maybe something that people don't understand about the wrestling business from an outsider view looking in? Just uh, how the, the many machinations of it and the many, you know, how many moving parts there actually are. Well, you hit it right on the head, brother. The, the wrestling industry is such a complex industry um, that people who have not been in the, the professional wrestling business can't really begin to understand it. You know, you, when people watch it on television and they think, oh, okay, it's a big television production and, you know, people wrestle and you sell tickets and you have fun. But there's so much more involved in that. And, and it is a really sophisticated business despite what it appears to be, you know, to, on the surface, it is a very, very complex business. And th- that's one thing. Um, the other is just how fast the entertainment business changes. You know, the professional wrestling, like any other form of entertainment, is a reflection of our culture. And especially over the last 10 or 15 years, our culture has changed so much that in order to be competitive, yet stay within safe lanes, so to speak, you really have to evolve with the culture. Um, and it's, it's, it can be tricky because the things you want to do, you know, for great storytelling, for example, there were a lot of things that we did, I did, you know, back in the 90s and WWE did in the 90s and even into the early 2000s that you just couldn't pull off anymore. I mean, you'd get Me too canceled to death. <laughs> but, you know, you have to change with, with the culture and with society and, and still, you know, deliver an audience it, it can be really tricky eric's new book grateful is available at amazon.com head over there today amazon.com backslash grateful check it out you can purchase it there as he joins us on the waitfor.com hotline by the way uh i think the last time we talked to you i think you had just recently had your grandchild and when i see your pictures on twitter doesn't look like you're having a lot of fun or anything eric being a grandparent right now it's such a cool thing you know i'll, I'll tell you a quick story when you know when my my son Garrett, when his wife was starting to talk about having a, a, a baby, and I realized I was going to be a grandchild. First of all, I had a real hard time wrapping my head around being called grandpa, and that's just my ego because I do have one. It's, it's still there, and I you know I wrap my head around that a little bit. But deep down inside, I was kind of saying to myself, "Man, I I hope that I feel the way everybody tells me I'm going to feel." You know, because I've been for years. People would say, oh, do you have any grandkids yet? No, I don't have any grandkids yet. Oh, when you do, it's going to be, you're going to be amazed. It's going to be so special. And I, I was just hoping that that was going to be true. And, man, the first time my wife and I laid eyes on, on Waylon, which is our grandchild, it, it just hit, it hit me like a like a freight train. It's like, okay, this is what everybody <laughs> is talking about. I feel it. It's it's magic. It really is. Eric, as far as wrestlers go or trying to groom somebody to superstardom, would you rather have to coach somebody up in the technical aspect of wrestling or actually the personality part, the promo part, which I would think is innate in some way? Well, I mean, my skill sets, my experience is really in directing talent, developing talent, you know, on the mic and, and, in the non-technical aspects of wrestling, I didn't come up as a professional wrestler. 
So it's hard for me to, you know, try to groom somebody in that respect or relate to it. Um, I find other people that can do that, that are much better at it than I would ever be. But when it comes to teaching people how to be a character or how to interpret a promo, so when they get a script, instead of just reading it word for word, you know, how do you make it yours? How do you, how, how do you make sure it's your personality and your character in those words that were written by somebody other than you? And that's, a, that's an art. I mean, it's, it's no different than actors and actresses. It's a performance. Do the yeah, same absolutely. Thing. And, and I, I, I lean into that a lot because I enjoy it, and that's what I can relate to. Grateful is the new book by Eric Bischoff. You can get it at Amazon.com backslash grateful. He's joining us here on the waitfor.com hotline. You know, Eric, it's uh, Randy Macho Man Savage's birthday uh, today, and obviously it was a big deal when you brought him over to WCW. What's your best Randy Savage story that you can actually tell on terrestrial radio? <laughs> well, the truth is, um, I, I whenever I think of Randy, of course, I think of how intense he was because he was. I mean, he was sometimes a handful because he was so intense. But I always appreciated that about him. I mean, it wasn't a problem for me. It was just sometimes a challenge, if that makes sense. But the one memory that I have, like when I saw, you know, on social media, everybody was celebrating Randy's birthday today. I thought back to the way Randy Savage treated my kids when they were really little. You know, when Garrett was 12 or 14 years old and my daughter was, you know, 10 or 11 years old. Randy was just so good with my kids. And not because they were my kids. He was just good with kids. And I, I caught him once. I say I caught him. I mean, I walked in a room once and he didn't even know I was in the vicinity and he was in there just talking to my son Garrett. And I just, I stood there for a minute and just listened to that conversation. And he treated my son with so much respect. He, he talked to my son like an adult. He didn't talk to him like a boss's kid, if that makes sense. And I, I it just left a really strong impression on me. It, it indicated to me what a good person Randy was. Eric, you may not remember this, but I had a show on CNN sports in the mid nineties calling all sports. And it was right. Uh, I guess in the coming through the whole steroid scandal issue, and it's a 1 a.m. show on CNN, and you came in with Hogan, and I knew you were coming in, but Hogan came in in full yellow-red regalia that night and did the show and did it so everything was just so businesslike and respectful. But I, I remember getting ready to go on, and I, I looked at, at Hulk, and I said, so should I call you? Terry or Hulk, and he's like, "Yeah, brother, if you want to tell the kids there's no Santa Claus, you can call me Terry." But, <laughs> but you guys, you guys were both so good, and and you were working through a situation that was, it had to be devastating at the time, was it not? You know, I, I, well, it wasn't for me because I wasn't involved in that scandal. But I, you know, I had to navigate it. You know, when we brought Hulk Hogan in, it was on the tail end of the WWE Hulk Hogan scandal, uh, steroid scandal, and it, look, Hulk was a big part of that. Um, and it, it was challenging it, we knew it was going to be a little risky, but, you know, Ted Turner was so supportive and so was everybody at Turner and we knew we had to deal with it head on. And uh, Hulk was, uh, he was a rock, you know, he, no pun intended. He, he really, he faced it and dealt with it. And before you knew it, it was no longer an issue. Mm -hmm. I think the fear of it was probably, or the concern of it was probably much greater than the reality. 
Eric, last thing for you. You know, you and I have kind of talked a little bit about this before, but boy, when when you watch the shows, like you realize that there are just so few needle moving stars in the business today. I mean, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, they are at the absolute tippy top. But you, like watching Raw, like with all due respect, is like, you know, like fighting, you know, a, a hand fight, you know, with, with somebody in an alleyway. I mean, it's just, it's so hard to get through three hours. And whether it's AEW, Raw, SmackDown, there's so few of those guys. Why is the industry having so much trouble getting guys to that level? Get, I mean, I think in a lot of ways you got women that are, the Becky Lynch's, I think, are bigger stars than most of the men. Why is the industry having so much trouble getting people to that level? I think it's because of the sheer volume. In in many respects, I think the industry as a whole and WWE in, WWE in particular has become a victim of their own enormous success. By that I mean, you know, you look at the value in the television rights for both Raw and SmackDown now. We're, I mean, it's it's astronomical, and the WWE and AEW over on Turner. Uh, they have to serve that master. They have to produce so much content to attract the kind of licensing fees that they are that you're, instead of looking at a, a, a one hour show, which, you know, wrestling used to be typically one hour, right? And it moved to two hours and it moved to three hours, at least in Raw's case. Uh, and Nitro did it too. We were the first ones to go three hours, but we had to do that to kind of justify the expense and, 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 and the cost of it. Um, there was an efficiency there. And I think the sheer volume of content that's out there now, the treadmill that the talent is on, the producers are on, it's just almost oversaturated. It's hard to make anything feel special when there's so much of it. And, you know, you mentioned it's hard to watch, you know, three hours of Raw. And I agree with you. I can't do it. I've just, <laughs> I've, I've tried. It's impossible. Um, but, you know, my favorite show right now, like the rest of the country, is Yellowstone. I couldn't watch three hours of that every week either. And I love that show. And if that show was three hours every week, I'd be sick of that show within a, a couple weeks or a month. It's too much. It's not special. And I think that's part of the issue right now. And it's funny because people will say, oh, it's because you know, people get their entertainment different ways and everybody's watching stuff on their phone, blah, 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 blah. I think those are all excuses, by the way. They're convenient excuses. I used to hear the same thing back in the early mid-90s when executives at Trinidad Broadcasting were convinced that wrestling was dead. It's not coming back. It's never going to be as popular as it was in the 80s. There's too many other great things on cable television. There's this thing called American Gladiators, blah, 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 blah. And the truth was, you just have to come up with something good, and they will come. They will, you will get that audience back. But in the case of Raw and even AEW now, man, it's, it's hard to keep them entertained for two, and especially three hours. It's almost impossible. Well, if you're looking for some good entertainment, Eric's new book is Grateful. It's the follow-up to Controversy Creates Cash. You can head to Amazon.com backslash grateful. You can purchase the book there. Eric, of course, is on Twitter at E. Bischoff, and check out his podcast, 83 Weeks, every Monday on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And, Eric, join us on the waitfor.com hotline. Eric, my man, always love having you on. Always appreciate the good conversation with you. Continued success. Um, congratulations on the book. Congratulations on your grandchild. And we thank you so much for being a part of the show. 
You guys are the best. Thank you very much for the invite. I'm very grateful. No pun intended. <laughs> Thank you so much. Eric. Thanks, Eric. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.